Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Burrow's furniture is built for the way you live, from ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating. They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skin Care, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skin Care harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly. But that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skin Care, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. 
That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just want to dance, 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 dance. Can you feel it? Can you take it? Can you come and breathe it? All of this electricity. Do it right now. Right, right, right now. Turn the volume up loud. Give me your electricity. Welcome back to the bar. Happy New Year from your favorite bitches. I'm Kelly. I'm Christy. Kelly can be bitch number one in 2023. Uh, no, thank you. You're bitch number bitch. one. Every episode I watch, I'm being a bitch, usually nine times out of 10, I'm not the bitch you are. I am the bitch. I really am. I'm a, although I will say in this one, I mean, I'm kind of being like, eh, but you are right there with me. <laughs> Just tagging along. Yeah, but you're there. You're the head bitch. Yes. The head bitch. Okay. Yes. But but you're you're right there. You're the you're the uh support bitch. You're the wing bitch. Yeah. You yeah. are the wing Partner bitch. In Partner in crime. I know. Who would have ever thought after you got arrested, I said I don't want to be your partner in crime anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're scary. I don't want to be your partner in crime. You're a scary girl. So happy new year to everyone though. I hope that you are all another year has gone by. I know. I know. Time flies. Totally flies. And it's like, I looked back and I was reflecting on 2022 and I'm like, at first I was like, I didn't do anything. And then I started looking, I'm like, no, there's things I'm, I'm happy about or proud about, you know what I mean? But, um, just went so fast. You guys will be happy to know that my children bought me a Mac Air. I saw, I asked them at the wedding. They told me I was very happy. Why aren't you using it? Well, I don't know how to use it. I don't know how to, I don't know how to get it started. I got, I got a new case. I got all kinds of shit, but I don't know how to use it. Oh God. So you might not see me use it for a couple of weeks because Brooke's coming in a couple of weeks so she can set it up for me. Is that part of her uh, gift, technical support? Yes. Yeah. She'll set it up. In a couple of weeks, I'll have a good camera and hopefully I know what I'm doing. Oh, amazing. Isn't that exciting? That's very exciting. A couple of people thought maybe you were getting boobs for Christmas. Oh, hell no. I've been waiting for them for 40 years. I know. And we're talking about them this week. This is the boob episode. It is. Well, we'll have to talk all about the boobs and such on the after party. So let's start off by thanking our Patreons. Kelly. We're never going to go through our Patreons list. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. It just keeps going and it going. Keeps like, going. Like the energy, and going. But, uh, ever ready bunny, bunny or whatever. Energizer the, bunny. That's it. Energizer there you go. Bunny. <laughs> he just keeps going and going and going. All right. Well, I really hope <laughs> that uh, we eventually get through this, but let's, uh, let's thank all of the people that went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and subscribe to our Patreon channel. And I have to say there is a ton of content on Patreon now. So once you subscribe to Patreon, you get access to all of that old stuff. Like you don't just get 
the stuff moving forward. So you can go over if you have missed out on us. You can go over and watch our old podcast. You can listen to all of our old after parties. You can look at all of our exclusive content. There is a ton of stuff over there. There's so much good stuff. So if you want to become a Patreon or a patron, 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 I don't know. If you want to join Patreon, (laughs) go over to patreon.com slash back to the bar like these people did. So thank you, Ashley, Rebecca, Reedy, River. Ashley, Mackenzie, Lexi, Haley, Nicole, Emma, Spencer, Chloe, Zola, Tatum, Tiffany, Megan, Stephanie, Serena, Samantha, Carly, Kevin, Abby, Shay, Abby, Aaron, Kayla, Molly, Dakota, Susan, Nina, Caitlin, Haley, Kayla, Addie, Banana, Lauren, Sarah, Megan, Jennifer, Rebecca, Jason, Emily, Abby, Allie, Danielle, Megan, Kiara, Shanna, Leah, Nicole, Amber, Eileen, Shauna, Alice, Jordan, Patrick, Brianna, Miranda, Sarah, Beth, Madison, Steph Boo, Emily, Rebecca, Amy, Sydney, Tej, Gary, Savannah, Celia, Brianna, Lorena, Alyssa, Joshua, Nicole, Jacoby, Ariana, Eleanor, Melanie, Jackia, Hannah, Catherine, Leah, Leah, Naomi, Hannah, Isla, Allison, Kayla or Kaylee, sorry, Kaylee, Tyrick, Lacey, Alex, Becca, MB, Hannah, Sarah, Caitlin, Nicole, Reagan, Sydney, and Emily. Thank you guys all so much. Oh my goodness. There's so many. So many. I'm telling <laughs> you, they're our biggest fans and we love each and every one of yes. you and we appreciate you guys. So thanks for doing that. Mm-hmm. All right, Cal, this is a big one. So before we even get into the big one, what are you drinking? For the new year, I'm having a mimosa, but I, I made these cute little things. My kids are coming. Do you what see are this those stuff in there? Things? Well, I I got orange juice and I froze okay. pomegranate seeds. Like oh, the cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With um, rosemary and oh. orange juice. And I made ice cubes with it. So then I just put a couple ice cubes in and pour the champagne over it and it's a mimosa. Oh. But it looks so cute. It looks real Christmassy, like with the... Can you see the red and the green? Yeah. That's a cute idea. I'm so boring. So we're going to do Christmas morning and I'm going to have these Christmas morning. Oh, that's cute. I might have to make those. Um, I'm drinking wine. That's it. I have my bottle of rosé. Look, I'm not feeling well. I have whatever funk everyone has. You said Paige has it too. Yeah. You're lucky I'm drinking anything. Plus, I was wondering if we were doing dry January. Oh, we could have. Uh, Kelly, that was a now. joke. <laughs> that that a was a joke. Now. Yeah. We don't do dry January. We're no quitters. Come on. Hey, I thought we were just going to be good girls for once. Oh my God. I just slurped that. Oh God. Sorry, everyone listening. Well, <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> oh, lovely. Oh, I told you I'm not feeling very well. So that kind of like gagged my throat. Oh. Yeah. I'll All right, be coughing because I have orange juice. Orange juice. Oh yeah. Wait, before we get into the episode, I have to say, so we did a special Christmas episode on Patreon uh, where we rewatched all of the old house tours. Everyone was dying over Holly's little teeny picture above her couch. Uh, that I said, oh, everybody yeah. but Holly probably. Holly yeah. was probably like, <laughs> Kelly, you're a bitch. <laughs> probably. They were dying. Oh, there's my dog. 
they were dying over Holly's picture and then they were dying over Disco Bush. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I, I thought I was going to die that day. I could not stop laughing. I had alcohol coming out of my nose. Oh my God. Uh, well, you know, funny. I mean, look, it is what it is. It's a it disco bush. It is. Yeah. All right. So let's get into this week's episode. So we're on season two, episode 12. And episode 13 was actually our mid-season break. So this is like leading into the finale. Not really a finale, but like our mid-season finale. So I feel like after 12 weeks of filming, we're tired. Yes. (laughs) We're exhausted. exhausted. And one thing that I was going to point out, like I, I put this up on Patreon as well, is I posted pictures of the girls uh, at The View. So we yeah. can talk about that on Patreon, but people don't even know that in between filming this, we were in New York doing stuff like The View. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the episode where they did the last text. Like this was just press. Yeah. yeah. So we were constantly on the road. Yep. So we're all back on the road again. Were those and the pictures I sent you? The view yes. Ones? Yes. And the funny thing is, is I posted them. They went live the day that Barbara Walters died. Oh, really? Yes. Oh my goodness. Isn't Isn't that that weird? Yeah. Yeah. And we filmed this episode like the week of February, February 4th, I think. And it aired in March. Like that is how fast we were turning out episodes, which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So we open up. Oh, so the name of the episode is Waiting for Joffrey. So obviously, like this is leading into the Joffrey auditions, which is next week. So we open up um, at the ALDC in Pittsburgh. And since it is February in Pittsburgh, it is gray and dreary. Gross. That's why I moved. That's why you moved. And the minute we open up in Pyramid, Abby's wearing that stupid star ring. So, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She wears it everywhere now. Uh, it's like everywhere. Everywhere. It's literally the Where's Waldo of the episode. It is in every shot, I swear to God. I know. So Abby invites the girls to join the party. Little does she know, this is not a party. And the girls walk in. We walk in. All of the moms have their shoes on With this episode. With their shoes. Yes, yes. I saw that. You and I started the trend last week. And this week, everybody followed. So we are we are totally like um, trendsetters. Yes. We're trendsetters. And so Abby starts right off by discussing last week's competition. She tells everyone they were great with their acting in the group dance. And she tells Maddie that she beat some boys that Maddie was worried about and also warns her not to psych herself out backstage. And then she goes right into telling Nia that she was a beat behind in the trio and tells her to continue to working on the difficult technical things. I would like to point out that I am wearing a particularly ugly shirt in Pyramid. I don't know where it came from. (laughs) It looks like one of those, remember those pictures? Like you used to go and make them like you would dump sand in. It was between like two pieces of glass. It looked like that. It was so ugly. Well, how about me? I was all in purple, man. Yeah. The whole episode. I I was like Barney. Yeah. (gasps) Oh, you don't mean... Do you mean Barney the dinosaur or Barney the other Barney? Abby's dinosaur. Abby's Barney. No. I was like, I, no, I was not Abby's Barney. Abby's <laughs> Barney the dinosaur. Abby's I love Barney. you. You love me. So we get right into Pyramid. 
And Chloe is at the bottom of the pyramid because you are one of the most advanced dancers in this group, but I want more from you. And Abby tells us that she needs a challenge and she needs to work up to the next level. And I'm thinking to myself, Chloe was in the trio that you just yelled at Nia for, but yet Nia's above Chloe. Yeah. So, okay. Hmm. And Abby tells us in an interview that Chloe is one of her top dancers and Abby has something big coming up. So she put Chloe at the bottom of the pyramid to light a fire under her butt. Okay. You know, all my <laughs> thoughts, feelings, and emotions yeah. about that. Um, and Abby's wearing her star ring again. That's uh, two. It, it's ridiculous. It, it's all through the episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe she just got it and she wanted to show it off. No, I think we saw that weeks ago. No, she's had that ring forever. I was just kidding. All right. So then in Pyramid, Abby <laughs> tells Chloe, remember, there's no I in team, but there's an M and an E and it's all about me. And I okay. literally so- gagged. Is she talking about her or our kids? No, she's talking about her. Okay. I I was like, I was thinking she was telling the kids, there's no I and me, you know, for them to work together or whatever, you know, Uh, worry about yourself. No, she's talking about herself. herself. Yeah. Okay. It's always about her. It's always about her, except when things are wrong, then it's not about her. (laughs) Then it's everybody everybody else's fault. Yeah. Uh, So then Nia is next and she tells Nia that you're here because of the trio and that she had style and sass, but the rest of it was a mess. the rest was a mess. (laughs) She's so awful. And then a little rhyme there though. Well, Abby does love something cheesy, you know? And then next up is Paige because, you know, it wouldn't be a pyramid without a highland at the bottom. Exactly. But you know, you, do you ever notice like 99% of the time she just doesn't, doesn't have a say reason? anything about Paige. She just yeah. is like, Paige, you're at the bottom. Yeah. you. I don't have a reason. Yeah. You're just at the bottom. Like you yeah. didn't do anything wrong. You're but you didn't do anything bottom. right. Yeah. <laughs> but people who do stuff wrong are above you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you actually say something really close to that in your interview. You're like, Abby wants more from Paige, but Paige also wants more from Abby. She wants to be more than a background dancer. And I think yeah. you're wearing fabulous purple in this, aren't you? I am. That jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, it's weird because those had to all be pickups because you're in I the never, same. Yeah. I never wore the, that outfit more than one time. So yeah. it, they were all filmed on the same day. It makes you look like you wore your outfit a hundred times. No. Yes. Yes, it does. But no, we didn't. But there was a lot of pickups in this episode because I can tell when I'm doing a pickup because I am the world's worst actress. Give me all the Razzies. So the minute I do a pickup, I can tell that's not my words. Yeah. It's like they're they're telling you what to say. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, So next up is Ken's. um, And Abby tells her she's continuing to improve each week. And each week she learns a new trick. But Abby doesn't want it to be all about the gymnastics. But. Mackenzie in the group dance the week before didn't have a trio, didn't have, um, really didn't even have a part in the group dance. She came out at the very end and did gymnastics that Abby choreographed. And this week she's getting a gymnastics trio. Right. If you want her to do more than gymnastics, you had to give her some more things to do other than gymnastics. I know. But once again, we're trying to use logic and we know that's not the case, but I want to know how she's above Chloe, Nia and Paige who all, you know, did well. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. Okay. So then we have Brooke and Abby tells her her part in the group was excellent, but no more hickeys from chin stands. Cause yeah, clearly I think, I, I'm thinking at least they were from uh, the chin stand and not boys. Exactly. <laughs> and again, who's choreographing all those chin stands? Yeah. Well, she puts her on a chin stand and makes her twirl the whole twirl. way around in a circle, a 360. Yeah. Like, of course she's going to get a brush burn on her chin. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had to drink for a contradiction. Imagine if we drank every time there was a contradiction. Oh, gosh. Uh, no, thank we, you. We would be so drunk. Then at the top is Maddie. And she is here because she won the overall high score and she beat Justice and all the boys. I don't recall all of these boys that she I, keeps mentioning. I know. I only knew of Justice. Yeah, don't know. So then Abby immediately goes into her vocal fry where she tells the girls that in this week's competition, there will be a scout from the Joffrey Ballet looking for kids to audition. And the girls gasp. Brooke could give a shit. I, I know. <laughs> Brooke's like, okay. But, but I think all of them yeah. really knew, like, none of That's, their fortes were ballet. Chloe exactly. was the most the ballet like Brooke's dances every week are acro so acro. of course it ain't gonna be Brooke Paige never does gets a ballet dance she barely right. even gets a dance so I, I think they were just kind of like at the beginning uh well yeah like oh ballet who's, yeah. who's, who's getting it yeah and please <laughs> it ain't like, gonna be me I, and exactly they all used to like try to hide from ballet class yeah exactly. Chloe told me this week while she was home she's like I used to cry over my dead dog in ballet all the time and I was like what like our dog had died like five years before and she used to cry about her in ballet so she could go to the bathroom. Oh my gosh. I forget. Brooke did a TikTok or a YouTube video or something. And she was talking about her ballet teacher. I don't know if she went into yoga or something. And she's like, my old ballet teacher was there. <gasps> and she's like, I was hiding. She's like, because she hated me. Cause I always tried to get out of ballet. I wonder which I'm one it was. It was Cindy. Uh... That's the only one that hated Brooke. I mean, she didn't okay. hate her, but yeah, yeah, she always gave Brooke a hard time. Yeah. So, um, oh, that's really funny, Brooke. Yeah. You're so bad. I forget where she was. I don't know if she was getting coffee in a coffee shop or if she was at yoga or what, but she that's... saw her somewhere and she's like, I'm hiding from my ballet teacher. Oh my God. That's actually really funny. Yeah. I do want to point out before we move on, Abby has some major rhinestone crap jewelry on. Those rings were like not, they look like doorknobs made out of rhinestones and she yeah. had like four of them on. Yeah. Were those I, like brass knuckles? There, There's a lot of that jewelry shit going on this episode, not just with Abby. Oh, no. We all oh, we're going to talk going about on. it. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about it. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. So then I come on and I explain what the Joffrey Ballet School is and what a great opportunity it is. And Abby says the girls need to be their best and represent the ALDC to the best of their ability. And I'm just going to put a little footnote and themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Weird. Yeah. And this week we're going to energy dance in Michigan. And uh, we have a lot of shit going on this week. There's we five do. dancing. Too much. Too much. Unnecessary. There is a group dance that everyone, she says everyone is in it, but Mackenzie is not in this. So she makes it a point to be like, everyone is in it. And then Ken's isn't. Mackenzie's not. Yeah. And it's called Nip and Tuck because, well, she tells us later why. Uh, then there's a trio with, actually, wait, let's talk about Nip and Tuck. So Abby tells us the name of the group dance and I am scowling. That's back when I still could scowl because I didn't yeah, have Botox. Now, now you got your Botox. Now I have Botox. Actually, that was after my Botox. It must have faded. 
And uh, you always had those big lines. Oh, big really mean eyes. Big lines there. Yeah. I've always I, I had have, them. I have these ones, but yeah. I don't get mine filled in. I do. So look, see, even with my Botox, they still move. See them? See him? Yeah. See him? Uh, at, Melissa says, we need that. And then all the moms turn and look at Holly. Why did we look at Holly? Does Holly need know. a nip and a tuck? And then Abby says, I know that you talk about having some work done, Kelly. I, and then you go, what? Well, I always talk about it. I, I, Me and Holly are the only two that haven't had work done. Mm-hmm. All the rest of you have had work done. I have had nothing done. I know, but then she goes, we all know what you want. And you sit there and you go, boobs? Yes. And well, then, how about then they show boobs. Brooke. Brooke was like humiliated. Yes. She was like, mom, <laughs> shut your mouth. Like we are on TV and you're telling the world you want boobs. She's like, you're humiliating me. <laughs> I'm like, maybe they'll get me some for free. Thinking, That's what uh, you wanted. Yeah. yeah. Not, no, they didn't. Did they ever air when they sent you and I to the, to I the boob know. doctor and we had to play with them? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they did. I, I don't watch. I don't watch the episodes. I told you. I have no idea what this aired. I don't remember. But we did uh, film that. But oh yeah. God forbid they couldn't have got me a free boob job. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I love the look of sheer disgust on your it, face. It is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Please, Kelly. They gave us a fifteen dollar lunch allowance down the road. I, you think I they know. were getting your boobs? Please. But, but they're driving around in Maseratis and shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, your nail file from math class. All right. Abby explains. <laughs> sorry, that the group- my, I, I pulled my nails off and they're like scratchy. Oh yeah. I know that feeling uh, that the group dance is a message about body image and people who get work done and it's eerie and dark. And um, yeah, I mean, we just uh, kind of look confused. Who gives people body images? Exactly. Like exactly. why does Brooke wear a shirt or a jacket or have her hands over not because uh, you know i mean i don't know yeah i like, i have that in my notes in a little bit coming yeah. up <laughs> mm-hmm. and then i say that i think we're supposed to be trying to teach our girls to be comfortable in their own skin not change that skin well look i'm going to go back on that cuz i've changed my skin a few times so whatever do what do, do what you want to do to make you happy <sighs> uh, and then Abby tells us that there will be two trios splitting the group in half. And the first trio is called Girl Fun that has Mackenzie, Nia, and Paige. And she tells us that it's high energy jazz incorporating gymnastics and tumbling. Obviously, Nia's thrilled to be in a trio. Her and Holly smile. And you are in your interview and you say um, that you feel like Paige is being downgraded because she's used to dancing with Maddie and Chloe. And you normally try to dance ahead and Abby is bringing her back a step. Which I feel like both of my kids are doing. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, Brooke used to dance with seniors and now <laughs> she's dancing with Chloe and Maddie. Right. And Paige used to dance with Maddie and Chloe and now she's dancing with Mackenzie, who's six. Right. Exactly. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I, I meant when I said that, I meant nothing about their ability or whatever. It's just... Like Paige is 11 dancing with the six-year-old and Brooke is 13 dancing with an 11-year-old. Do you know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I am sure at the time people came for you. Oh, people were like, oh, Kelly doesn't think Neon Kenzie can dance. That's not what I meant by that. Absolutely. But of course, that's the way people take it. So then we get the second trio. Somebody told me that is Brooke, Chloe, and Maddie. And she says it's contemporary lyrical. And she singles Chloe out to say it's about the trio. 
And Chloe is sitting there like cracking her knuckles furiously, which tells me that she was very nervous. But why is she singling Chloe out that it's about the trio? Like what, what, what is it? I don't know. I don't understand Uh, if Joffrey was there and they were like seeking out people and stuff. Why why the dances weren't all, yeah. Why weren't all of the dances contemporary or lyrical or ballet or more ballet Why? Did certain people get gymnastics stuff? Yeah. Like well, nobody's even the group gonna look dance at- being contemporary yeah. is weird. But it's better than being yes. gymnastics. I mean, no, no Joffrey person is going to be like, oh, that person's a great gymnast. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You with know, that. come to our summer intensive. And then I say in my interview, I wish that Kenzie, Nia, and Paige had a chance to win on their own. And it's not a fair fight that put them up against. Brooke, Chloe, and Maddie, I'm sure I got annihilated for that. But you get... You know what my question is? How were they in the same age category? Oh, Because Brooke is 13. Maddie is... What's 10, I think, by that point. Sure. Yeah, she was 10. And Chloe was 11. Mackenzie was 6. No, Chloe was 10. Maddie was 9. Chloe was 10. Okay, but still. But still. Age is 11. Nia was 10. And Mackenzie was 6. I think so, Ken's was seven, but still, it doesn't. But add still, up. it doesn't add up to the same age category. I would think. And the other thing that I really took note of is that she split up both families, so that you guys had to like root against one of your yeah, kids. Yeah. So yeah. whether that was intentional, up. Uh, never mind. That was intentional. Who am I kidding? And then Abby warns Brooke that doing a trio with Maddie and Chloe is new for her, and we just look at each other like, "What?" I mean, you are like, uh, "Okay, uh, <laughs> please." Uh, and then, so then she goes on to give Maddie and Chloe solos. And again, here we are for the billionth time with three dances in one week. It's yeah. so ludicrous. Yeah, You could have been fine with each of the girls having the group dance and a trio. Yep. And that's it. Why oh, do we need no two solos? Put solos in. She should have yeah. just did solos for one. And then whoever was left do the trio or whatever. But yeah. <clears throat> but, well, we found that doesn't work, but maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? And so in Melissa's interview, she says that Maddie has a lot of dances this week. It's three chances to be seen by the Joffrey Scout, but it's a lot of pressure for a nine-year-old. It's a lot of pressure for Which anyone. it is. Yeah. And Abby says that she looks forward to a trip without running into Kathy. I thank God with my little clap. You are clapping away. <laughs> I'm like, yay! Holly and yeah. Kelly, you both smile. Yes. And Abby tells us that Candy Apples is easy to beat and everyone at this competition will not be so easy to beat. So then we leave and the girls start practicing. I wonder when Abby said to Chloe, you know, it's all about the trio and Chloe's cracking her knuckles. I would be willing to bet my house that she had said more to Chloe for Chloe to get like that nervous. I bet there oh, was more that was absolutely. cut out. Yeah. So the girls start rehearsing in Studio A and we're up in the fish tank or fish bowl. Yes. And you're working on a costume. There wasn't even I, a dance assigned and you're on a costume. Actually, I don't think that was a costume because I'm doing a different one. The next thing, I think it was me embroidered or like embellishing their leotards. Yeah. You did always sit up there and do that. Yeah. Yeah. So. And they liked it because it looked like you were always working on yeah, dance stuff. I think that was you were just probably like, just, I always did appliques and stuff on pages, booty shorts and tops and yeah. stuff. So I think that's what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Of course, I start complaining about Chloe being at the bottom of the pyramid, and I don't think she should have been there, that she should have at least been in the middle. And Melissa says she's unsure how Mackenzie ended up in the middle, and she says it kind of nervously. And I am quick to point out that Mackenzie's in the middle because (laughs) Melissa is friends with Abby. Abby. I mean, am I wrong? Okay. And then I'm sitting there pulling my pants down. You did? Well, no, no, no. Like they were like, I had boots on. Oh, I did see that. Purple pants. They were like clingy. Yeah. They were like a stretch. I did see that. Mm -hmm. And they kept clink pulling up on my boot. Yeah. But of course they showed that, you know, they can't like put the camera on somebody else when I'm like trying to. Or just not use that shot. Exactly. Like they cut out so much shit. They, but whatever. Let me pick my teeth again and put that in. Oh my God. So Holly then talks about how she hopes that Abby will give both trios the attention they deserve. Okay. And, and I I audibly laughed out loud in my office. I was like, okay, Holly. Okay. Yeah, okay. And then uh, she does predict accurately, though, that the acro trio will be slapped together. And Melissa goes, oh, come on. Uh, and the contemporary trio will have- But Melissa doesn't care Kenzie's- if it was slapped together because Kenzie is six or seven years old at that yeah. point. That that's not her priority. Sure. Exactly. Sure. Um, I agree with Holly and I start to talk about there not being enough time for five dances to each get the attention that they would need and deserve to be showcased in front of, you know, Joffrey, let alone a competition. Because normally we don't do that many and nope. there still isn't enough time. Exactly. So yeah. this week there's more and there's no more time added. So mm. Nope. We and were definitely going to be short on time. Plus, the other thing to keep in mind is because we were uh, traveling to Michigan, which was really far, we didn't have Friday morning rehearsal, which sometimes yeah. we did. We do. Yeah. That's why they showed us traveling on the bus in our travel clothes. So we had even less time than we typically have. Yeah. Yep. Then Holly tells us that something is going to lose. <laughs> wonder what that would be holly (laughs) yeah i also say that if the girls lose they're going to be the ones to blame of course yes you're so smart Uh, i know know how you figured that out i don't know i don't know so down in studio a the girls are working on the choreography and they're miming and abby's like ledge ledge peak and I'd like to point out that this was not the music for this dance. This dance music was like instrumental and creepy, if I recall yeah. correctly. Yeah. And they put some like upbeat, like lyr- not lyrical, but like song with lyrics that totally yeah. didn't match the vibe yeah. of the dance. And it lost the whole effect of the dance. Uh, yes. You know? Yeah. Completely lost it. I actually have the dances from this week's episode, I have a lot of photographs from this week's episode, but I can't find the The dance with the the original music. I'm going to look again and see if I can find it one more time, but I definitely will share on Patreon. I have a ton of beautiful, like still photos of the girls doing this dance. Yeah. And I have our trio with Brooke, Chloe, and Maddie. I don't think I have the other trio because I wouldn't have bought it because my kids weren't in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have Chloe solo, of course, as well. And if um, I bought it, it's somewhere in my house in Pittsburgh. Uh, of course. Yeah. I, I am going to look. I feel like Nip Tuck should be on there, but I'm not sure. Uh, in Abby's interview, she says that the concept for Nick and Tuck was inspired by the moms expressing a desire to get work done to retain their youth. 
pretty sure that Abby's had a considerable amount of work done herself. I just saw a thing of her because, you know, she sold the dance studio. So there was yeah. a thing. I even have known that was her. Whoever did her contour on those cheekbones needs arrested. It didn't even look like her. No. And then <laughs> when she gets her hands on Facetune, she doesn't even look like a three-dimensional person. She just flattens herself out. It's yeah. wild. But it's funny that Nip Talk is about us. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, so, I haven't had anything done yet, Ab. And, and I'm the one she points out. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was going to say, I mean, I've had boobs done. I've had... Oh, hi, Clara. So I got your boobs. I know, bitch. I know. So... Chloe is crawling around on the grounds and she's only using her arms and Abby tells her pretty feet, turn them out. And I say, (laughs) why was Chloe crawling around? Like she has no arms and you respond with it's nip tuck. She lost her arms. Maybe they cut them off. Like how stupid was that? (laughs) I must've had a few drinks in me by then. Well, we are going to see in this episode, I have the cups in quite a few scenes. I think I saw two cups by you at one point. You did. I did. I think one was yours. You just put it by me. You were double-fisted. Oh, no way. You were double-fisted, bitch. (laughs) Uh, Melissa tells us in an interview, she doesn't worry about her kids being able to handle a concept for their dances. They totally know what liposuction is because she talks about it all the time and would love to get it. Okay. She does. Uh Uh-huh. And you, oh, this is when you say, well, I'm getting a boob job. Yeah. And that is a viral TikTok moment. I think I've actually really? done a TikTok to that sound. What it is, is it's clips. It's like <clears throat> some of our most famous lines. Okay. Yeah. All in one montage. I made a TikTok of your famous lines and I know it starts with that. Well, I'm getting a boob job. Oh, really? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. So it's on I, there. But I never got one. Nope. And you say that you gave Maybe your husband. Maybe TikTok could get me some boobs. Kelly. I need some boobs. Go buy yourself some boobs. No, I don't, I don't think I want them anymore. Boobs are out. So I've heard. I'm yeah, so I glad I, I didn't want get them anymore. Giant I, boobs. You know, I thought to myself, I don't want to be cut open for something that is not necessary. Hmm. I don't give a shit. I'll be cut open for anything. Conclusion. Well, you're, you like yourself. You've come to accept. I'm still fighting. Oh, I got to the rosemary. Oh, and then you say that uh, you thought you were going to get your boobs and your ring for your 40th birthday. I'd like to point out you bought yourself a ring on that cruise. Yes. And, we talked uh, about that on Patreon. Oh, we sure did. Yes. But how about I, I didn't get shit for my birthday. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, you got a candy necklace? You guys got me candy underwear. Yeah, that's good. I meant for my husband. Well, maybe I was the candy- expecting boobs and a three carat diamond and I didn't get shit. Well, maybe if you had let him experience the candy underwear, you would have got the boobs and the no, ring. Thank you. I didn't need the, I don't want the boobs anymore. And I bought my own ring. Thank you there very you much. Go. And then you tell us, this is one of my favorites. You tell us that you want boobs because I think I need them to balance out my ass. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and then we really get into it. I used to have nice C's and then I nursed all three of my kids. Now I don't have any. Melissa tells us hers was the opposite. Melissa's totally checking out your boobs the entire time we're saying Oh, really? Too. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. And That's then funny. Holly's, then you said, I told my husband I lost them because I had kids. So you should reimburse me. He and should. Ho- 
Holly tells us revert, re- return on his investment. <laughs> and you say, exactly. I gave him three beautiful children. He should give me two boobs. And if I like him, I'll get my ass sucked out. Yeah. See, three, three for three. Oh, three for three. That, Your ass I got two boobs and an ass. That was three. And I gave him three kids. Right. Or that's what I meant by that. What's the ring for then? Well, I didn't get it. Oh, and you didn't get the boobs either. I wanted one or the other and I didn't get either. Yep. And I talk about getting uh, my nose done and I'm not getting it done because I wear it like a badge of it's honor. It's a badge of honor. Uh-huh. And then Melissa says, I don't think our kids really know what body image is. And you say, I think Brooke does because Abby tells her all the time she has a big butt and she constantly throws in her face that Paige has a nice body. You know what I mean? She does do that. Yes. And she doesn't only just compare the two of them. She used to compare me to Brooke. She and Paige. Uh, she used to compare me and my sister. Oh, uh, ew. Yeah, she would be like, Brooke, you're going to grow up to be like your aunt and your grandma. <gasps> oh, I remember shorter. that. Yes. Yeah, she used to do that all the time. Like, like, why would you say that to somebody? I do remember you know? that. Like, say you're tiny and petite, not you're going to be like. Yep. I, you know. Yep. I don't know. But, I totally remember that. But then when Melissa said that she doesn't think the kids know about that stuff, she's contradicting herself because in the beginning, she's, she said that the kids know what it is because she talks about getting liposuction all the time. So do mm. her kids realize what it is or don't they? Did you catch that? Mm, I didn't, but now that you pointed out, but again, should we drink for a contradiction? Cause there's always a bunch. Okay. Hope I don't get any more. Um, resume. Rosemary. Ugh. Ugh. So then I say I might be naive, but I don't think any of the girls struggle with body image. They all own it. And we're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I could go back and eat those words, knowing yeah. that I know now about everybody's body. I mean, my, my God, my own daughter, like talks about having an eating disorder all through her early teens that I had no idea about yeah. none. And, and I like, that makes me sick to sit here and think that I'm sitting there being like, no, they're fine. Like, yeah. And I, I would say that we were but pretty present you know? mothers. How yeah. No, here's the thing. If people don't want you to know something, they figure out a way to hide it. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, you have anyway, to be like little detectives. Yeah. I don't know. That just made me feel very guilty as a mom, but I don't know. Um, and I say, I used to be built like that. And I was like, super skinny. And you say, so was I, and Melissa said, yeah, me too. And then you say before we needed a nip and tuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to look like Paige. Oh, Ugh. I miss that. They were ugh, God just at that wedding with all their little skinny dresses on. I'm like, nice little bodies, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now We have three days left to competition and we open in trio rehearsal with (laughs) Mackenzie, Paige, and Nia. And Abby's wearing a headband. Oh, yay, yay. What do you have on? Oh, I have a cape. No, it's like a wrap. See, because I'm cold. I'm like Jill. (laughs) I'm I'm cold. I'm really not feeling well. So I like threw this on. I'm wearing a blanket. Okay. Wearing a blankie. Okay, Grandma. It's yum. All right. Uh, um. Okay. So, what was I saying about the trio was practicing? Oh, Abby's headbands. Yes. Okay. Abby had a headband. I wearing a cape. Oh, I forgot to drink. It's fine. Okay. That's where I am. So, 
Abby's telling them, give me more, give me something going to the back. And they say that the dance is contemporary. So clearly that is a mistake. And I look up how long it travels to Highland, Michigan. And I'm like 26 hours, 25 bus. Oh my gosh. It wasn't really 26. Wasn't it? No, it was like five, but I was being dramatic bitch. Oh gosh. I thought I believed you. No, no. Yeah, I guess it was. It, yeah, it is only like five or six hours. Yeah, it's not that depending long. Depending on where you go. And um, that we're like, oh, we wish the trios weren't competing against each other. And I say it's weird to have two trios going up against each other because two families are divided. And uh, let's see. And I said the sisters are against sisters. And then you say, look at Nia. Nia's doing leaps. And then all of a sudden she jumps and then she goes down on the second jump. And everyone's like, oh my God, she just twisted an ankle. And Holly gets up and she starts to go downstairs. Isn't it so, weird that I said, look at Nia? Yeah. Like, when would I ever say, look at Nia? And then she gets hurt. I like, wonder I if you said weird. it after and they just put it there. I, I'm wondering because how would like I have known that I mean, I wouldn't be sitting up there and say, look at Nia. Exactly. Right. But I think they might've flipped it. So then Holly heads downstairs and Nia's on the floor. She's grabbing her ankle. She's starting to cry in Mm. studio. A Gianna's trying to like talk to Nia, figure out how bad her injury is. And the girls are all around. Nia hugs Holly when she comes in and Holly tells us that Nia went down really hard. She has a really high pain tolerance. So it must be bad if she's crying. Now, Kelly, I would like to point out one thing to you. Let me pull this up. Where are we? Okay. Let me pull this up and then share my screen with you because it is spectacular. You ready? Yeah. Look at that necklace. necklace. (laughs) (laughs) I have all my notes. It's like, what would you call that? Like snowflakes or something? No, I kind of feel like they're sea urchins. I don't know what they are, but it is definitely a necklace. It's aggressive. And every time she moved it, like the whole thing kind moved, of yeah. like, it, it was like, it was flopping like the sea were alive. <laughs> yes. It was crazy. That yeah. necklace is wild. That's a yeah. wild necklace. I need to know where that came from. Yes. Cause is that from Chico's Holly did like a little Chico accoutrement. Yeah, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's wild. So now we're in the den and Abby's talking to Nia and Nia's explaining how she fell. And Abby points out that straddle leaps are the hardest leap to land. And Abby's trying to like check out Nia's foot. And in an interview, Holly says Nia's worked hard and this week's dances. No, what she says is Nia's worked hard with this week's dances. Sorry. And if she's injured, it's going to be a major setback. And Abby says if the injury gets worse, she'll just pull Nia from the dance and everyone else has to learn to adjust. What the fuck? That is not what she normally says. No, 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 no. All the other trios, like when Paige had to get her foot worked on and stuff, it was me, it was going to be the swing. Yes. Or something. So why this week do we have to just It's just not a big deal. Yeah, Yeah. it's just not a big deal. Yeah. I, I was like, hold on a second here. Hold on a second here. I just couldn't believe that she was so rational. Or, or kind, maybe she really didn't want that trio to compete. I, I mean, probably that's the, not the only reason why I'm like, do you why really think she... Abby would have picked them three to do a trio? She no. would have just had them sitting in the audience. Like always, always should have been like, Oh, the producers made me. Yeah. So now we go to the doctor's office and what was funny is Holly and Nia were wearing the same clothes that they had there. So they must've obviously went right over, which is probably. unusual. 
Oh, for, no, for filming. So. You think? Yeah, because they would have had to clear a doctor's office to get them and to allow them to film in there. Oh, well, maybe they just had them wear the same outfit the next day. They yeah. had me do that all the time. Just they would say it was for continuity or whatever. Like, make sure you have your hair the same and wear the same clothes, same jewelry, yeah. everything. So, I, I thought that maybe because I didn't think that they could get cleared to go into a doctor's office that quickly. So they show Holly and Nia uh, talking and Holly explains in the interview that she brought Nia because her foot's been bothering her and better safe than sorry. And we get a close up of Nia's foot and she's wearing the famous pink boots. boots yeah. Oh, uh, we stoned those suckers. We were sitting at the uh, at the food court in the um, Chicago Midway Airport. Yeah, remember when we went to Littles to get them all um, Mm -hmm. airbrushed? Yeah, we got them airbrushed with their name, and then we were traveling. We had a layover, and we were sitting at that airport food court, stoning boots. People were probably like, "These people are crazy." Yeah, exactly. And you and I were eating lobster bisque. I just oh my god, that was so good. Yes, I used to go there all the time and get that airport lobster bisque. Who would have ever thought from a from a hot dog stand? It was a hot hot dog dog stand. stand. Yes. We would be like, where's our layover? And we're like, oh, midway, we're going to get the, we're going to get the hot dog lobster bisque. (laughs) Meanwhile, I think it came out of a bag. I'm sure it did. Yeah. I think I saw them it up and it was coming out of a bag and I'm thinking, oh my God, like I actually look forward to this shit. (laughs) And they're squeezing it like an icing bag. Yeah. Oh. Gross. Oh, oh. okay. So we liked it. We loved it. We didn't even like it. We loved it. I still tell people, I'm like, listen, if you're in Chicago, I'm like, there's a hot dog (laughs) stand in the corner. Go get that. You're going to like it. I promise. So the doctor asked Nia about the reason for her visit. She tells her that her foot's in pain. Holly points out that she has a high pain tolerance and she can usually dance through pain. But the doctor asked her a few more questions and she says Nia probably has a stress fracture. And the doctor recommends that she tapes her toes for three weeks and tells her she can dance, but not do her tricks. And Holly like, was allowed to dance. I was too. Like, I don't know. How do you I do mean, anything in dance without like a leap landing on your foot? foot? Like it, what, I mean, acro, I mean, gymnastics and stuff. It's not any better than dancing. Uh, I mean, no. dancing, you're on the ball of your foot. Like turning yes, and stuff like that. Like you would think that that would be worse. Yep. Yep. But you know, that's what he says. And Holly reiterates what the doctor tells us. And she says, it's a tough decision, but Nia wants to dance and go out all out to impress, to impress the Joffrey scout. God, I can't speak. So we're now back to the ALDC. There's two days to competition. Abby's wearing another headband. Oh, yay. Yeah. And Maddie is rehearsing. So when Maddie is rehearsing, Melissa's watching upstairs. And in her interview, Maddie tells us that she likes her solo. She tells us a little bit about it being dark and she loves the movement to it. And her and Abby are working really hard to put her best foot forward for the Joffrey Scout. And I'm thinking, can all the kids say that her and Abby are working really hard? (laughs) Did you notice Maddie had two different outfits on? No. In rehearsal? She had no. a, a pink one on. Okay. It was like pink and burgundy. And then oh. she was wearing like a navy and turquoise one. Huh. I don't know. Like maybe it's different days. I don't that's, know. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, she didn't change her clothes, obviously. 
Yeah. Oh God. Now they show us upstairs and this is where I'm going to become a bitch, but I do want to point out that you are wearing fur, a very fabulous fur collar. You'd like to have a sip for that. And Abby is telling us about Maddie's routine. She's darker than usual. She needs to use her emotional connection to the audience. Excuse me, bitch. I think this is the third time now that I've had to take a sip and I haven't seen you take one. I'm sick. I'm I'm sick. I'm sick too. (laughs) There, I took one. Happy? Yes, I am. Thank you. Okay. Uh, So when... Maddie finishes. Abby stands up. Bravo. Her face is elated. Good girl. High fives or hugs her. Says, if you were getting paid, you would get a raise. All right. Shall we let people in on this a little bit? Good. This is when Abby kept saying, Maddie, Lifetime should give you a raise. Like none of the other kids that are dancing doing three, three dances yeah, or a just, week. Or just like dancing. Dancing going every to day. school. Yeah. But remember she was on that kick for a while that she was like, Maddie needs a raise. And yeah. we're all like, Jesus. <laughs> she might have got one. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? So up next is Chloe's solo rehearsal. And it's just so funny to me to see the change in Abby's demeanor when Chloe's in the room or anyone really versus Maddie. It's like, oh. Abby, don't even try to hide it. Did you see before when when Abby tells Maddie, you know, that she was, she was great and all that. And she goes to leave before they go to Chloe solo, they show that sign on the door. It says beyond this door lies the, the future, future of a dancer dance. of a dance. I think it's supposed I, to say a dancer, but it, I, don't I think know. the R was missing. <laughs> Somebody picked it off. How appropriate that that was. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. After she said she should have a raise, you know? Yep. And uh, Abby's on her cheese mat. She's giving lots of corrections. And in her interview, she says, Chloe's a great dancer with great lines, but she doesn't give me what I want. She wants to be a choreographer instead of doing what Abby tells her to do. And I just, what the? I I mean, she didn't change anything. Nothing. Like, what does that mean? She wants to be a choreographer. Like, does she need a correction, Ab? Because that's not being a choreographer. That's being a dance teacher. Exactly. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bar. Uh, so, uh, and, and she was saying that, um, She's giving Chloe more corrections and she says, Chloe's not focused today and she's stumbling over choreography that should be second nature. And I'm thinking maybe Chloe is stumbling over the choreographer because <laughs> she actually just learned it. Like she didn't learn it like three days ago and she's brushing up on it. She's- well, I, I have that in my notes to coming up because Abby had said about like her using her faces and all that kind of stuff. And what I had in my notes was it's, you can put, Usually when you learn a dance and stuff, the last thing you do is put like your expression emotions into it. emotions into it. But that's the last thing. Maddie has the time to do that and put that into her dances. Nobody else ever got that opportunity because we right. usually didn't even have our dances done until mm-hmm. we were leaving. Right. And this is where we always say like you had extra privates. She would learn her dances all the time early. Like, and that's, that's not me being a bitch. That's a fact. We knew that. And when we would bring it up on the show, everyone would jump. We were jealous. And I was like, I'm not jealous. I'm just pointing out, like, you can't sit here and say our kids suck when it's not a fair. And show them that it's that they're getting equal treatment because yeah. they weren't. No, not at all. That used to drive me batshit. That those are the things that would you, make me crazy. That, that made me even more crazy. You were pretty much up there with Maddie with the choreography and the costumes and stuff. Imagine being me and Holly. Well, I do agree with that, but 
I didn't get those, not me. Chloe didn't get those extra early learning things. Like no, but at she, least she got good choreography and good yes, costumes. And she stuff. did get good choreography and good costumes. Yes. She didn't get the time though. We didn't that get was, the time, the costumes no. or the choreography. No, you did not. So Abby tells Chloe to get some water and she explains that she gave Chloe a break to gather her thoughts and gets her act together. <laughs> uh, but really yeah. what she did is that um, she had Maddie come in and run and perform her solo for the seniors. Yeah. And so rub take it away in their, from Chloe's time. And rub it in their face that a nine-year-old was better than her or better than them. And that she learned a routine in a day and executed it flawlessly. And again, I was like, she learned it days ago. Stop telling everyone that. And then you point out, you little instigator, that Abby is running Maddie solo in the middle of Chloe's rehearsal. And I say that I can't believe it, which I'm not sure Uh, why. (laughs) I I totally can believe it. But honestly, that's one of the things I have marked that was a pickup. I did not say it because the way I said it, I was like, that does not sound like me. It's nice to have all your eggs in one basket. No, I said that. But in my interview, it says... um, I can't believe Abby interrupted Chloe's rehearsal so Maddie could perform for the seniors. She's not even trying to hide her favoritism. Oh, yeah. I I didn't say that. Yeah. Uh, But I did say it's nice to put all your eggs in one basket. And Melissa starts to get like super duper agitated. Okay. And Abby's downstairs telling the seniors, watch Maddie's maturity, her movement comprehension. What here's what was really funny to me. She says, when I give you something and you make it better than I thought it could be, that's great. That's what I want to see. But she just said that Chloe wants to be a choreographer. choreographer. Yeah. (laughs) Uh. Uh, And then you say to Melissa upstairs, Abby's trying to turn our kids against your kids. And Melissa's shaking her head. And And it kind of seems like I say that out of the blue, but I, there obviously was more stuff going Conversation, on there. Sure. And, and Abby always did that. She always tried to turn the kids against each well, other because they wanted that argument. Sure. And, and that even, was the main argument. Well, even when Melissa goes downstairs, and this really bothers me, she's telling Maddie things about us. And yeah. I was, I, I never realized that at the time because I would tell the well, kids all the time. We can't hear like, usually what's going on and what they're saying. Yeah. But I always tried to tell the kids like, no, you know, she doesn't mean that Yeah, whatever. So that was really, that bothered me. So uh, Melissa's shaking her head. Well, you know what? And you say, and you let her. And Melissa says, no, I don't. But she does. Yes. Like I wouldn't let my kids like listen to that bullshit. mm -mm. Nope. And then downstairs, Abby dismisses the seniors and Maddie, and then she resumes Chloe's solo. And I point out that Abby uses dancer strengths and weaknesses to Maddie's advantage. Like she knows what people are good at, what bad at. And like, just like she puts good stuff in her choreography, she takes good stuff out of other people's choreography. Mm -hmm. So, and she says all the time that she can, she can make your eyes and whatever you want, look anywhere on the stage that you want based on what her choreography is. And it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So then I say that why Melissa doesn't use her friendship with Abby to stick up for the other kids. And here's Melissa in her interview saying the moms only get on me because of Maddie's gift. And I just want to point out that saying that people are jealous is such an easy cop out to things instead of taking (laughs) responsibility. Like it's so easy to be like, you're just jealous. You're just jealous. And 
my point wasn't anything about Maddie at that point. It was about Melissa always would say, like, I love the kids like they're my own. But if you're friends with Abby and you see the mistreatment that everybody could obviously see, why don't you why say don't you something? say something? Exactly. That was we my say point. stuff all the time to people. And that's where the argument starts. She said that you would about never say yeah. They were, they were, you would never say anything about Maddie. And we say that we're tired of the same things happening over and over again. And she goes, well, I'll go tell Abby. And it, it's just such a frustrating fight to watch because it's just, there's so much more to what you see on TV. I know. And it's like, it's so easy for the audience just to be like, they're jealous because that's the story that they're telling. That's the way they want it to look. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I explain that Abby always ensures that Maddie is always featured in group dances and she has lots of winning solos because of the attention choreography and private lessons. And Melissa reacts by telling me not to talk about her daughter. And then I say, it's not about your daughter. It's about what you allow to happen. And that's when she says, well, you never stand up for Maddie. And we say we do stick up for Maddie if she needs it, but she never needs it. Yeah. And that's when you see we my stick two up, coffee cups. I, we skip, stick up for Mackenzie a lot. We stick up for all the kids. I, I've but stuck we don't up for really kids. Have, we really don't have to stick up for Maddie. There's nothing no. to stick up for her for. But I, I cannot count, and this will come up on Dance Moms, how many times I get into arguments with Abby that have nothing to do with my kid. And then she goes after my kid. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's ridiculous. So... She, Melissa, in her interview, oh, I say first, your daughter doesn't need me to stick up for her. You have Abby so far in your back pocket, she doesn't need it. I stick up for the kids who do need it. But that's what we just said. Yeah. So Melissa interviews and she says she's tired of us bitching at her for no reason. I think it's pretty valid reason. And then she gets up to leave. And I say, you see what Abby does to my kid and Kelly's kids and you don't stick up for them. So now we're in Acro in Studio A and Melissa goes in and stands right next to Abby, which so frustrating, like so frustrating. And we talk about that. We say that she went down to tattle on us and we talk about the different treatment that we're not even allowed to speak to Abby until after class. But then if she has a disagreement with us, she goes down and tattles. And then she starts, this is when she starts telling Maddie, I don't even want to dance her anymore. And Maddie's like, ever. And she's like, ever. I'm sick of the moms always attacking us. Um, and in the background, you can see the cameraman. Can you see the cameraman walking in the background in the yeah. mirrors? Yeah. yeah. And um, Mir- the mirror sucked film. With. Oh yeah. They're so hard. Yeah. And then Melissa turns to Abby and she's like, it's always about Maddie, 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 Maddie. And then we come downstairs and open that door and I'm like, Hey, Melissa, we're not done talking you, to you You yet. went down. I was following you. I know. You're your little, little sidekick again. My minion. And Melissa, and I say, stop hiding by Abby. And Melissa says to bite my ass. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. She goes, bite my ass. And she tells us she's had enough and doesn't want to be in the same building with us women. Oh, so. Yay. Out in the hallway, she's arguing and she says she doesn't want to talk about this. And I say, you know what? I don't want or no, she says she doesn't like this. And I say, I don't like it either, but it is what it is. I'm talking about the show. Filming. Yeah. Yes. I am talking yeah. about you the don't show. want to talk about things you don't want to, but we have to. We do it every day. Mm-hmm. And and they let her leave. Like she put the her coat up to hide her 
that she was walking out. Did you notice that? I mean, that was her oh, yeah. from the cameras. Yeah. And she leaves and she'll make arrangements for Maddie to get home. And she tells Gianna, don't ask me to come back. Like, we can't that, that leave. Was, that was her telling the producers, mm-hmm. don't ask me to come back. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't want to sit there and constantly say things like, your daughter gets privates, your daughter gets this. Like setting myself up for people to be like, you're jealous on national TV, but this is the show. So if your kids get to be the superstars of the show, you need to step up and say things too, because we as the moms are carrying the drama and your kids are benefiting. But she hired a lawyer and we didn't. I know. I know. I know. And then off to a happier note, we see Mohan's. Yay! And we're sitting in a booth and I am wearing that horrific skeleton sequin shirt. Oh my God. I have that wrote down. Your skeleton shirt. It's so ugly. Where, where did I before. buy that? And why would You've I bring that back? on here though. Like it was a repeat. I know. And it was ugly. Uh, why would you bring that back? Uh, so far I've brought away two for Halloween that. maybe. I actually Ugh. wish I had that for Halloween. That would be funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh mm. so I say I'm not hungry and I say I don't want to need a nip tuck and then yeah. How about I'm the only one sitting there eating? Eating. Shove it. You or love you that. You and salad. Holly are are watching me eat. I'm like, I'm not skipping the meal. But at least I had a salad. I didn't have my cheese log. No, Kelly. You had the salad before the cheese log and chicken wings showed up. I'm certain the cheese log and chicken wings came later. Uh, yes, huh? Uh, you no, think I sir. would not have eaten there? I don't know. Well, why did they make me eat? Because your salad came out first. Oh, okay. You had two courses. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you talk about where Abby dreams up these dance ideas. And Holly says- she has that come Ab- up with some weird ideas. Weird like- shit. It would be hard to come up with different ideas though every week. I I give her credit for that. I was listening to a podcast. It's one of my favorite podcasts. It's called Hollywood Crime Scene. And they somehow, they were doing a story on Ed Gein and they were talking, I swear to God, at one point they go, didn't dance moms do like an Ed Gein number? And I was crying and I was like, oh no, we didn't do Ed Gein, but we would have. They were like, didn't they wear like (laughs) nipple belts as a costume? I was like, oh, that's so totally something we would have (laughs) done. Yes. Give us a couple of seasons. We would have done that. Yeah. I'm surprised we weren't all different serial killers. Mm-hmm. Although there was another girl who did a TikTok that said, uh, Paige's, Paige's solo is about Ted Bundy and it's called Girls, Girls, Girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you then, stay off TikTok. You watch that shit too much. I don't. I'm talking. I'm bringing back old stuff. Okay. I can't watch TikTok. I don't have enough time. I get sucked into that vortex. All right. So now we're talking about Abby biting off more than she can chew. I am certain I had a fat joke in there that thankfully they cut out. (laughs) And we say the quality of the dances will suffer. And we say it's evident of what they've seen of Nia Page and Mackenzie's trio. And uh, we say that she's saving her creative juices for the solos. Because the trio isn't even completed, but Maddie's is perfected. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and I go on to say, Chloe has nothing for her solo and Maddie solo is done. Yeah. So we continue to vent and uh, we talk about the kids getting very little time and attention compared to Maddie. I say, I feel defeated. 
Um, I also go on to say Abby is spread too thin this week, and it's clear that Abby or Maddie will still have the majority of Abby's attention in order to ensure that she impresses the Joffrey scouts. Um, and then we talk about how Melissa's role, like how she contributes to the favoritism. I say, and this is exactly what I said earlier. What kills me is Melissa plays the I'm so nice part. And I say when she's the sneakiest, most underhanded person of all of us, she takes music producers out for coffee. She <laughs> takes judges to lunch. lunch. She sends gifts to the competitions in America. And everybody is, you guys are nodding along because I'm not saying anything that we don't all know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, Holly says, and I'm still well, sitting there eating. Yeah. <laughs> Holly says, well, don't expect anything different because uh, this is all an effort to get Maddie back on top. And I think I literally wrote that salad, Kelly. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was good. Uh, it, that was that salad that you liked with all of the like pepperoncini, pepper, uh, yeah. pepperoncinis. Is that what they're yeah. called? Yeah. You and Diane love that salad. salad. Yeah. You got that and yeah. you like greens and beans mm-hmm. at John Anthony's. Yes. All right. So one day to competition. Now we see Brooke, Chloe, and Maddie doing their trio. Um, mm -mm -mm. She's actually standing. Abby's like, well, the trio is pretty and nice. Any judge will love this number. I think this dance is just sort of like, it's one of those. "Mm, It's fine. It's like a throwaway dance, like whatever. Maddie tells us she likes doing solos, but she's doing three dances this week. And it's a lot, which agreed. Paige is sitting on Abby's cheese mat. I just want to say that. (laughs) Check on that. And Abby tells us that she doesn't know what's going on, but Maddie seems off. I don't know. If one of our kids seemed off, she would be screaming that it's our fault. So maybe Mm -hmm. Melissa threw Maddie off. Mm. Frazzled her. Yeah. Because that's what we always did. Mm -hmm. Right. And Maddie tells us Abby's being tougher than normal because the Joffrey Scout will be at the competition. Okay, so now we are at uh, getting on the bus and we see Melissa, Kenzie and Maddie walking up to the bus. And in the interview, Maddie tells us, or I'm sorry, Abby tells us that we're on our way to a competition with lots of routines, giving us more chances for her students to perform in front of the Joffrey Scout. So here comes bus driver Jim. I don't know if he died. I think he died. I think so, too. Yeah. But I think you told me that. So I did. I Somebody told me that. I don't know. Jim, if you have passed on, we always loved you. Oh, we did. Oh, he, he, was, he was he was the only one that would stick up for that stick uh, up to Abby. Hilarious. Because Abby's we like loved that. We need to stop and pick up my dog. And he's like, I don't think we can deviate from the route or the route. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, yes, we can. I'm the boss. Trust me. And he said, I'm the captain of this ship. <laughs> And then Holly said, there you go, Jim. Abby Lee Miller's name isn't on the bus. And then you tell him that's why you're a favorite bus driver. But what about Steve? (laughs) Well, Steve never comes back. Well, you got to go to the wine fest with me to see Steve. I guess so. Jim was pretty much our bus driver the whole time now. Oh, yeah. 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 So we love you tell us that we love that the bus driver refuses to pick up Abby's dog. And we love it when anyone puts her in her place. And Abby tells Jim, oh, come on, you're killing me. So then Melissa says that she has a gift for you and it's a bra and you're surprised because she knew the right size. Well, then maybe that's why she was staring at me while we were sitting up at the, She's sizing the you fish up. bowl. Yeah. Measuring Checking out what size I could be. 
but well, do you see me? How about she buys you? A, me a present? Who? Well, because she she knew that we were mad at her, so she bought you a present. I think yeah, I said that, yeah. didn't I? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I say so. that. But I am behind you. I am looking so absolutely unentertained <laughs> by it. I'm just shoving food in my mouth, and I'm like. Arr, arr. And then in my interview, I say, typical Melissa. I said, one day she's quitting for good. The next day she's handing out gifts. And I go, whack a doodle doo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're now at Energy Dance. And the girls are walking in in their pink coats. Abby's wearing that coat. So please just drink. Oh, God. Mm. They're wearing the boots and she's wearing the fur. Boots and the fur. So. We're sitting in the dressing room and Abby announces the order of the dances. Maddie's solo is first and she's excited for her solo, but she's very tired. And as I'm doing Chloe's makeup, I'm giving her pointers for her solo because I know you're like, you're like the dance teacher. I am. I am. I I mean, look, I am. And I point out that in my interview, I point out that Maddie and Chloe both have three dances and I'm worried that Chloe isn't ready for her solo because Abby hasn't spent enough time with her. So Maddie's running her solo. Brooke is helping her run her solo too. Did you see that? Yeah. She was running the music and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Brooke's the- standing there like, like watching her, <laughs> but she was doing the music and stuff. She's probably like zoned out because she's exhausted because we just exactly. rode 14 hours on a bus. Uh-huh. So Abby tells us that Maddie isn't her usual self. She's prancing around this dressing room in a frenetic state and she needs to calm down and do what she does when, and everyone's getting ready. And then suddenly we hear Maddie gasp that Melissa has stuck her with a pin and Maddie starts crying and Abby's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Honey, honey, what's wrong? And she's crying, but the panic in Abby's voice. And uh, yes. Abby comes over. The minute she starts crying, Melissa's like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. And she's like, let's go to the bathroom. Let's up go to, to bathroom. take her to the bathroom. Yeah. And Abby starts yelling, Which like you're stabbing usual. her over and over. And she's crying and back and forth. And Maddie makes like a beeline to get out of there. And Melissa said she accidentally stuck Maddie with a pin, but she thinks the real reason she's crying is that she's stressed over the Joffrey scalp. Which and- surprised me that, Melissa um, said that. Melissa said that. Yeah, I agree. I think that but, that's true. And, but and Melissa I think would never admit that. Yeah, I think it is true. And I've said that about Brooke. Like when she cried some one time about something stupid, it was like it, I don't. I think she was just overwhelmed with stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that happens when you're exhausted oh and you get overwhelmed. You just cry over something little. Yes. How many times yeah. have I cried like in the last uh, year me, as an adult? Too. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, I can't handle anything else. And that's just yeah. like, it's a release because you're just so yeah. frustrated. Yeah. So mm, then we go out to the stage and Maddie's rehearsing in the wings and she tells us that she's worked hard on her solo and she doesn't want to let Abby down. I feel really bad that that's always her focus. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, she doesn't yeah. want to let Abby down. So Maddie's performing and Mackenzie tells us in an interview, she loves watching her big sister dance. I might not be as good as her, but I'm working on it. So after she's finished, Melissa interviews, well, actually as she's dancing, Melissa interviews and she says, this is her favorite solo. She's impressed with Maddie's performance. And Abby tells us Maddie had the entire audience in the palm of her hand. You could hear a pin drop. 
That's what she does. She loves to dance and the stage is her home. I think Melissa needs a restraining order on Abby. Yeah, but I think Melissa says every week that it's her favorite solo. Oh, yes. I was going to say that Last week it was her favorite solo because of the song or something. Now this week it's her favorite solo. Every week Mm -hmm. it's the favorite solo. Yep. So back in the dressing room, Abby congratulates Maddie, tells her it was amazing. And Abby says, Maddie could go on to do great things. She needs to make sure that she's in it for the long haul. And then in the back doing her homework. I did. Good girl. Uh, And then Abby says to Maddie, your turns are good. Did you hear people clapping? And Maddie says, yes. And she goes, yeah, that was me. Uh, I look disgusted (laughs) for you. And I say that her yeah, solo you look was like you're fabulous. ready to kill somebody, but so not just disgusted. You looked really miserable there. But was I miserable there? It was just, I just miserable in general. And they put it there. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Then in my interview, I say that her solo was fabulous and it should be because Abby spent the most time with her. I'm certain I got a death threat over that. <laughs> I'm certain. Probably. Yep. So up next is our trio and the girls are backstage doing their kiss, kiss, knee, knee, knock, knock. And Chloe yeah, says I love she's when a, they used to do them. I know they're sweet. They're so cute. Chloe's excited to do the trio in front of the Joffrey scout. And she thinks that Brooke and Maddie are really good dancers. So she thinks they'll do well. And we are watching intently and the Joffrey scout is seated right behind us. Yeah. Uh, how convenient and, is that? Yeah. The trio's finished. The announcer says, very cute, ladies. Great job. And Abby says, the trio is beautiful, feminine, and elegant. They nailed it. And the girls are hugging backstage. And it's like, I don't know. I just thought it was like such a vanilla trio. Like, it, Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. No, the costumes were boring. The music was yeah. boring. The choreography yeah. was boring. It's like, okay. So then we see Ken's Nia and Paige waiting in the wings and Nia tells us that she has been icing her foot and hopes it doesn't hurt when she dances. Then it's time for them to go on stage. And Holly is worried because Nia isn't a hundred percent. The Joffrey scout is here. Uh, Holly, Holly's nervous face in the audience kills me. She's like, <laughs> always. Holly so, always has a funny face. She does. And those thumbs up kill me too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Abby, of course, here we go with her like bullshit, like excuses. The moms thought entering trios in the same age division was a conflict of interest, but it happens all the time. She wanted them to do their thing, have their moment and shine. And the girls really thought they did a great job. And I actually thought they were great, but you know, what's funny. Chloe and Paige almost got killed a couple weeks ago for trio spacing Mackenzie was way, way, way to the right in this dance. And she never said a peep about it. Yeah. Not one. It would have probably been Paige's fault because she was, she was in the center. So she should have evened herself out. But when Maddie was in the center, Paige was off. You you can't see because you're in front of them. Yeah. So anyway, the girls are running down the room or the hall. What do you want to say? That's okay. Go ahead. No, they're just running down the hall. They're so excited. Yeah. They were excited. They did good. I thought they did good. Paige had her handstand press. Press. Oh yeah, I have that. I, but I don't think that really impressed a Joffrey judge. You don't think? No. You don't think the fact that Paige was like a human ant that she could lift her own body (laughs) weight? No. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Joffrey was looking for that. Probably not. I actually really like this trio. I thought this trio was far more entertaining than the one, the other one. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was cute. Yep. So. This was really good. 
Then Mia in the dressing room asks Abby about her jump. And Abby's like, what? What jump? And then Abby's like, yeah, you're grandjete, blah, 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 blah. And it was like such a throwaway comment. And Holly's like, well, you know, do you have any additional feedback? And Abby's like, it was good. You guys want a big description for two minutes and a 10 second dance. And Holly's like, well, yeah. When because you don't have a lot of time on stage, yeah. you want feedback when you're actually on stage. And then and Abby that you says, don't get it in class because you're never the one in learning. So give it to us when we get off stage. Yeah. But then she says, this is so funny. She says, um, go get all those judges and listen to their tapes. And I'm thinking to myself, we're not allowed to take those judges critiques. Yeah. So uh, Holly tells us it's frustrating not to get any feedback from Abby after Nia's performance. And she says, Nia came back from an injury and Abby just didn't care. No, Hall, (laughs) she didn't. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. So Paige danced with after having surgery on her foot and Abby didn't care. She took her to the beach. Like, yeah. Took her to the beach. She was getting grinding sand in those wounds. Yeah. So then Chloe is running her solo in the dressing room. Abby's giving corrections. I'm watching. Of course, I look concerned. And Abby tells us she's watching Chloe from the corner of her eye and she keeps forgetting a part of her solo. And she told Chloe to stop and rehearse that one part over and over and over so she would get it in her head. Then I say something about, like, I start to see Chloe doubting herself in Miami and it's the parent now. And then I say, I just want her to maintain her innocence and I'd rather be the bitch in order to protect her. And I'm like, well, I am a bitch, but what, how does that make sense in what I'm saying? Like how am I sticking up for her? I think. Well, yeah, but I just, I don't know. I didn't understand like how that fit in there. So then I'm giving Chloe a pep talk and I have a kiss on my cheek. Yeah. You always have one of them on your cheek. I know. Chloe likes to kiss me with her lips. Um, I tell her it's not about winning. It's about doing her best. And I hug her and I tell her that I love her and I call her Clobird. Abby gives her instructions as she's, you know, getting ready to go out. She's like, you wait until the judges are seated and ready before going out. And then Chloe is getting ready to take the stage and her solo is called Watercolors Fade. So Chloe did a few things really well. Her turns were pretty, but then all of a sudden, you know, we hear this dramatic beat and I look stressed. And then we go to Abby and she says, Chloe looks beautiful. And all of a sudden I see her forget a part. I'm like, oh, come on, kid. What are you doing? And then of course I look horrified that she forgot part of her (laughs) dance. And I say, I know how important this Joffrey opportunity is to Chloe. I just want to say to her, Chloe, you are so much better than you think. And I say, of course, she forgot her solo when the Joffrey Scout is here. And I hope that he didn't notice. But Chloe does stay on stage and forgets, or not forgets, finishes her routine. And Did Abby says- the part that they were working on in the yeah. dressing room? Or it seemed like it was a different part. I don't know. I assumed it was the same part. But I'm going to tell you something that Chloe has said to me time and time and time again that makes sense. Is She's like, the dances were so hard to remember because- it was the same steps every week, just in a different order. Yeah. So she said it was always hard for me to remember if it to was mix up. to mix them up. Brooks was the same way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So no wonder why, like, they forget dances. Not confused. Yeah. Sure. So Abby says, "This is why I hate watching kids dance. I'd rather stand in the hallway and pace." And Chloe blew it. <laughs> Please stand in the hallway. We would all love for you to do that. I'm thinking the kids might dance a wee bit better if they don't see you like scowling from the audience, Uh like Ursula. 
Yep. So then I'm hugging Chloe in the dressing room and she walks in and she immediately dresses, addresses Chloe. And she says, everybody blanks, but you stayed on stage. You kept dancing. You figured it out and you got back on the music. Uh, no, she did not say Chloe did that. She said, everyone blanks, but you stay on stage. You keep dancing. You figure it out and you get back on the music. And I say, <laughs> I couldn't help to think that Chloe wouldn't forget her solo if Abby gave Chloe the same attention she gave Maddie. Where's the lie? Uh, is this where you're in your um my gold lamation outfit again? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but then Abby seriously, I don't know how this happened, but then she turns on Nia. Like Nia didn't do shit. She didn't even have a solo, and then she starts going after Nia about forgetting her dance a few weeks ago. And Nia's like, "Hold on, whoa! Like I already took yeah, that was last week." She's like, "Leave me be." She's like, "Why are you picking on me?" And she says, did you learn anything from watching Chloe? And Holly says, there was a lot of different other circumstances. It wasn't about Nia. That was a whole nother can of worms, which the iPad situations thing, you know. And then Holly says, Abby's digging when there's no reason to bring up Nia forgetting her solo a few weeks ago. And then what Chloe did was better Nia than freezing, running off and causing all this hoopla. Why? Why? Do you see Holly wore her sexy shirt again? No, that purple shirt with the sheer. Uh, down here. Oh, yes, I did. She had that on in her interview. I did see that. I did. Is that the one Abby said she shouldn't wear without a push up bra? <laughs> she always told her she needed a push up bra <laughs> or a water bra or something. I think at some point we're going to see them shop for a push up bra, aren't we? Maybe. Uh, I think we do. Well, they I weren't think... shopping for one, uh-huh. but maybe Melissa should have bought her bra instead of me. Yeah. Holly, yeah, Holly, Holly's got some biddies. Uh, oh God, she probably will hate me for saying that. Sorry, Holly. Uh, <laughs> so then we're back in, we're in the dressing room and she's running the group dance and Abby's correcting Paige. Now I have to say, I don't know if you remember this, but this was a hundred percent a dig directed at me and it was so hurtful. Do you remember what Abby said to the girls when she was drawing on them, their surgery marks? Mm-mm. She said, come here, I'm going to draw on you what your mothers need the most. And she put all those big arrows on Chloe's face, pointing at her nose. Oh yeah. She's such a nasty bitch. She said that to them and she drew all those arrows with like pointing down. That. Like if you look at Chloe, she has huge, three huge arrows pointing to her nose. Huh. What yeah. did mine have? I didn't even pay attention. Brooke to that. had like something on her chin. I don't know. I don't remember. Maddie, Abby circled her. Remember how Maddie had like a tiny little belly back then? Mm-hmm. Like it was a teeny little belly. My God, she was little. Yeah. Abby circled right. her belly. And and I know that that bothered Maddie and she circled yeah. it. Yeah. 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 It was terrible. I, I felt really sick about that. Like I remember yeah. standing in the dressing room, like thinking, this is such disgusting behavior yeah. i really did i'm gonna have so to the, go back and look and see where my marks were i i have pictures uh, of the kids and I'll send them to i you. have two kids mm-hmm. so god i got all kinds of markings oh i'm sure there's stuff on her ass i'm sure there's stuff uh-huh. on uh, her boobs like yeah. whatever but i have um i have pictures like really good pictures of these so i'll send a deal okay yeah i have to look So then the girls are rehearsing, Abby's shouting, and Holly says, it's clear from watching the girls run their number that they didn't really have enough time to learn the dance. 
And so Holly says, do you think they know it well enough? And Abby says, I think that leg straight feet pointed are a given. I think if you do a side aerial, it should be perfect, regardless of whether or not you remember the choreography. Didn't okay. Chloe just get in trouble for forgetting for the choreography? not knowing the choreography? Yeah, but she kept going. So but, she should have did a side aerial and made sure it was perfect. And then she yeah, because okay. that's okay. But yeah. she's deflecting the blame. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. So then Abby says the girls need to realize the pressure is much more intense when they graduate and they leave my studio. They need to turn it on right now. Well, thankfully, they've got about 10 years left because they're babies. Uh, yeah. And um, then it's time. The gr- Gia comes in and says it's time for the girls. So the girls are lined up to go on stage. And Melissa talks about when they come out, they're usually like really pretty. But then today they stiff walk out. And it goes with that again. They do look very naked. This I think looks almost more naked than the fans. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I mean, there's barely, I mean, it's just nude, but then there's barely any rhinestones. Like there's no rhinestones on their pants. Is there? No, I think there's a little bit on the top maybe. Oh yeah. 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 Nothing like, yeah, no. And I hate this uh dubbed over music because it loses the entire effect of this dance I, I agree. I, the dance was way better with the real music yeah yeah so then holly says the girls look amazing she hopes the joffrey scout is impressed and we see the joffrey scout taking notes during their performance and when the girls are finished dancing of course we all cheer kenzie's in the audience abby Said everyone was in the group dance though, but I already pointed that out. Yeah. Yep. So Brooke does a side aerial off. So that's very good. And Abby says she thinks the girls did a great job, but it's, I'm, but I'm more concerned with the Joffrey Scout's opinion of my dancers. So now we're into awards and they announced the junior solo awards. Maddie wins first place for Quiet Voices. They play Summer Love Song again. I missed that. Yeah. And then I say in my interview, Chloe didn't place and forgot part of her dance, but I think she placed fifth. Honestly, I think she did place, but yeah, I, they don't show that. Yeah. I think um, and then I say that I hope that she learned from this experience. It comes better for it. And Maddie's happy. She won first. Then we go into the trio awards and Brooke, Maddie and Chloe got first for somebody told me. And girl fun didn't place, which I was surprised about. Like, yeah, I thought I that thought dance was good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But um, they won a special award, didn't they? Yeah. It was um, uh, energy, balls of energy. Yeah. Something like that. Something cute. Yeah, balls of energy award. And then Abby tells us in her interview, the lyrical contemporary solo won because it showed more technique and they didn't have a seven-year-old involved. <laughs> yeah duh uh, yeah and then you say you're torn you're happy brooks trio won but it's hard to look at page and be like sorry yeah again that's why we said it wasn't good to have them compete so yeah. then nip tuck the girls think that they win when they go to announce it and the girls didn't even place but i do want to point out that i am holding a coffee cup in the audience yes you always have a coffee cup you just hide it usually they caught you they caught me Somebody zoomed in on that. So now we're back in the dressing room. Oh, I forgot. Is that Abby, where you had two coffee cups? No, that was sitting upstairs when we were yelling at Melissa. Okay. Which okay. I think one was yours. I'm just saying. They were like right beside each other. And I don't even think I was on the same side. Whatever. All right. I think they so, were on the opposite side of me. 
So you, you go with that. Okay. Well, in Abby's interview, she tells us the group didn't win because the girls need to wise up and realize that working together as a team is what they need to be able to win or time to practice. Exactly. I, we do it every week uh-huh. and we're together. It's just, and we win a this lot. Week you, yes. And this week you had too many dances and not enough time. Yep. We were a day short and we had extra dances. Uh, yep. Yep. And in the dressing room, Abby comes in and tells the girls they are never going to win if the group routine is not together. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I <laughs> I literally look exhausted. In my interview, I'm like, oh, we're wondering what's going to happen with the Joffrey audition if we'll be invited. What if we had more time? Hmm. So then the Joffrey guy walks in and Melissa's like, who's this gentleman? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, Christ, we know what Melissa's type is. <laughs> Yeah. And he introduces himself and says that he came to talk to the ALDC to invite him to an audition next Friday in New York City to a school, a full scholarship to the Joffrey Ballet School. So Abby tells us 20,000 people audition for the summer program every year. It's big time. It's intense. It would be amazing if one of the girls would get a scholarship. And everyone cheers once the scout leaves. And Chloe, did you see her run? Like, and she's screaming and cheering. And um, Abby actually hugs her. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. And she says her girls have undeniable talent. They didn't win the competition trophies, but got something better. We're going to Joffrey. She hugs Chloe. Mackenzie's hugging her. And it's just like an alternate universe. And Holly says- gives her thumb up. Yeah, that thumbs up. And Holly says, "It's, it's the most amazing thing that's happened for the girls. And that's it. That's it. So we're heading to New York. Yay. So next week, we're going to have on a very special guest for next week's episode. We're going to have on one of our producers who was with us in New York City. And New York City was a shit show. That whole week was an absolute shit show. So first of all, just the pages for the episode is like Mm. 500 pages long. But then there was so much content and stuff that went on there and behind the scenes. And oh, it'll probably be a gonna, long one next week. I, I also, I almost wonder if we might need to break that one up into two. Into two. Yeah. We might need to. That's what I'm thinking. Because it's too long. Yeah. No, these are already almost an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. They're crazy. I think we should. Yeah. Maybe we should just do like, I don't know. We'll find a break. And just be like, and that's it. And stop. And then take, you like, see how long we record. That might be a good idea. Yeah. Because there's a lot that goes down. All right. So let's talk about how many drinks did you need this episode? I don't know. I would say probably none. Maybe one because my kids both had a trio and a group dance and they were going against each other. Yeah, I didn't like us like getting on Melissa upstairs and the whole like you're just jealous. Like that makes yeah. me feel that like so I'm gonna yeah. say I'm gonna say maybe one, two, if you count like Chloe forgetting her dance, but I thought the part she did was really good. And I didn't think the forgetting was that awful. So it wasn't yeah, I didn't think it was yeah. that yeah, awful. I didn't think that was bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll say two. All right. Bottom of the pyramid for outfits. I didn't really pay attention to outfits this week. Can we go with Holly's sea urchin necklace? Because it's very aggressive. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. We never put Holly at the bottom. I did a couple weeks ago with that 
green jacket, remember? I don't remember. Who would be at the top? That's what I'm struggling with. What did I even have on at competition? What did you have on? Oh, I had on that blue jacket. Uh, yeah, I had on like a shirt that was had. I don't know. I don't even know where I got that shirt or where it is. I don't even know what it was. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I had that fur thing on. I don't That's, mind that. Uh, I don't mind that. Uh, I don't. God. Okay. I think we're just going to have to have. Nothing was very memorable. No. Oh, my my skeleton shirt is also pretty ugly. Oh, yeah. That's bad. That's not, that's not, bad. That's not at the top. Yeah. What about misdemeanors or felonies? Um, I don't know of any. Other than just us. I say that jealous. that was a felony. I th- I would say us yelling at Melissa is a felony. That's what I say. Yeah. Just. Yeah. I say that's a felony because we were like, yeah. get out here and fight like a woman. <laughs> Yeah. what about best or favorite quotes from this episode um where'd we go i gotta find it i have three good i need boobs to balance out my ass <laughs> well i'm getting a boob job and yeah. wackadoodle-doo that was one i had was wackadoodle-doo that's what i had yeah that's a wild one that's all I had. That's all? I only had one this week. That's yep. it? Yeah, there wasn't many memorable lines. I thought it was a yeah. pretty overall, like, Dud Muffin-esque episode. Yeah, it wasn't very good. No, it really wasn't. Next week, it's wild. You always love when Kathy's around. I do. I think Kathy brings the crazy in the fun way. But, um... Well, I just yeah. like when Kathy's around, like I said. because Yeah, Abby leaves us alone. It, yeah, and it's all about her. Like, we're not having to fight with Melissa or... Yeah, you know, it's the best. Whoever, because we have Kathy. Amen. All right. Well, we're going to catch you over on Patreon for the after party. We're going to talk all things holidays. We have a bazillion questions to answer. And you guys can find out if Kelly made it to the wedding. See you over there. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com